All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a candle. Are we human because we gaze at the stars? Or do we gaze at them because we are human? When the stars were right, they could plunge the world to pastures in the sky. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back listeners. Today we will be playing session 9 of A God's Dream from Cults of Cthulhu, written by Chris Lackey, Mike Mason and friends and published by Chaosium. Who are you all playing and how are you today? How? I'm playing Officer Aaron Max and segues and stairs don't mix, but they both help you get from one story to another. (laughs) (laughs) Brayden. Hey, playing V, uh, your hacker friend. she started seeing double, double, double. It's an octuple illusion. <laughs> okay. it, does this have to anything to do with octopus? I'm trying to figure yeah, out maybe. how many levels. <laughs> Where are you getting these? <laughs> oh, the dark recesses of the internet, believe me. Noxicals. Hey, I'm playing Josh Simmons. And, uh, you know, Josh just spent a bit of time in Persepolis, but then uh, he ran away. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I got it. That made too much sense by itself to be a pun. Fantastic. It also works in America. You can say, I went to Persepolis, but then I ran away. I ran away. I ran. It's Iran. Yeah. So I was like, what? <laughs> I felt really slow because I didn't get it and everybody else it. did. <laughs> I didn't get it until I said, I ran. <laughs> That makes Lydia. me feel better. Thank you, Petra. <laughs> You're very welcome. Lydia. Hi, I'm playing Emily Strauss, and I always bring my colleague's cockatoo on a road trip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I am Fedra, you keep for the day, and I wish you an explosive new friendship. Also, I come up with my own <laughs> pans without looking them up on the internet. That's why they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is hard, mate. Brayden, tell us what happened last time. The party opened the box, and it reveals a tentacular statuette and two handwritten notes. The first one is signed by Carl Day, and states that the perfect scientists are after him. After breaking into their mansion and stealing the aforementioned statuette, he unexpectedly and mysteriously was transported to Antarctica after taking, and I quote, a wrong turn on another planet. The second note is from Dr. Sanchez, who details that Carl insisted she send the box and statuette to them. She hopes that they can make sense out of what he has written. While these notes are being read, the idol catches Aaron's eye, and he grabs it, sensing a deep and resounding power within. A cacophonous scream emanates from the idol, something like a mix of a dial-up internet and a kettle. At that exact moment, Aaron realizes his phone is ringing, and the caller is ringing from an Argentinian number. Aaron answers it, and is met by a confused and scared Dr. Sanchez, who lets him know that his dear friend Carl has passed on. To make matters worse, the good doctor alerts the party that there are strange people at a hospital, asking questions about Carl and the statuette. A loud knock on the door is audible in the call, and as Dr. Sanchez puts down her phone to go and answer it, party hears sounds of distress and struggle. A few moments of silence pass, and a voice comes over the line. An American man, who knows Aaron by name. The anonymous man relishes in Aaron's discomfort, and he quickly ends the call. Compelled to solve the mysteries of the idol, V approaches it. 
She meditates with it briefly and gains some alien insight into the statuette's abilities. From this newfound understanding, she learns that it saved Carl previously and is working against the cult for something much, much bigger. As she gazes down at it, a cute face forms on the front of its stony exterior and V's mission is clear. The statuette is powerful beyond measure, can't be let into the hands of the Church of Perfect Science, nor can it be let out of her grasp. During their days, each of our investigators are treated with unique experiences. Josh steps out of Aaron's bathroom through a doorway and is whisked away to ancient Persepolis. The sounds, the sights, the smells, all of it accurate to the smallest detail. He must truly be in the bygone city. Led by a talking Darius the Parrot, Josh manages to find his way back through a doorway and into Aaron's modern day apartment. Meanwhile, V is rocked to sleep by a siren song sung by the idol, and she dreams of a woman in her 50s who leads the party to a storage unit where they discover three crates of plastic explosives. Emily, meanwhile, is at the convenience store getting snacks for their getaway and is approached by a woman who recognizes her. She's seen her in her dreams and you'll never guess it. She wants to meet the whole gang. Emily brings her back to the group and she introduces herself as Ethel. She doesn't know why, but she feels compelled to lead them to a storage container and V quickly realizes this is the same lady from her recent dream. The investigators have emotional moments recounting Persepolis, apologizing for dick kicking, and Emily administers Snickers-based therapy to Josh. The party pick up Darius, who is noticeably more talkative than usual, asking Josh where they're going in Persian. The bewildered Josh replies that they're going to the storage facility, and the team continue their journey into the unknown. So here you are, uh, all of you with Ethel and Darius arrived at the storage facility where there's a man working at a front desk uh, who can hopefully direct you to the place you need to go. Can we see any of the um, storage units from outside or are they all inside a building? Yeah, it's inside a building. Okay. I'm going to root around in my pockets and pull out the piece of paper with the numbers on them because my assumption here is that some of those numbers are going to be like the naming convention for the unit or something, aren't they? On your way to the front desk, Ethel says, I, I believe it was number 72. Yeah, unit, unit 72. I'm not sure how to get there. Maybe the nice man at the front desk will point us in the right direction. Yeah. Hey, Toots, where's uh, unit 72? <laughs> Who is asking? Me. Name. Owner of that unit. Oh yeah? What's the name of the owner? He says and takes out a, a book of names. <laughs> Baby names. No. Vesica. Greg? Try again, doll. Hmm. <laughs> I regret my decisions. <laughs> Josh, who is carrying a cockatoo at the back of the group and whispering to it in Persian, um, will step forward and say, No, I'm, I'm pretty sure the owner of the unit's called Greg, isn't he? And I'll, and I'll push $100 across the counter. Oh, yes, of course, Greg, he says, grabs a hundred dollars. Do you see I got confused because uh, Greg must have rented it under uh, a corporation's name rather than his own, but it definitely, definitely feels like a Greg. Uh, that, oh, that, that's Greg, all right, to a T, but just out of interest, what fake corporation name did he put down? Global Realty. <laughs> uh... Spiel construction, uh, but no one has been inside there for as as long as I've been here. And how long have you been here? A couple of years. Well, uh, looking at the notes, it wasn't quite a Greg. It was uh, a Brad, actually, but uh, reasonable confusion. 
between the two. You have a nice day. It's over there. Thank you. That's all the way down. Follow the numbers. You can't miss it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say in Persian to the cockatoo, "That was a really good idea, Darius. Thank <laughs> you." <laughs> Darius is our sidekick now. I love this. Darius said, "As long as you don't let it impact my quality of food." <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna ask, "Am I feeding you the right stuff? What's good and what's bad?" And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna like have a good old chat with him about feeding him the good stuff. <laughs> you arrive to the right unit. Ethel says, "I got this," and she puts the code in that she has dreamt. The door opens, and inside are three crates of plastic explosives and detonators, as well as instructions for their use. Enough, Holy you can shit. see, to destroy a large building. <laughs> a large mansion. Ethel says, oh. um, well, that's uh, not uh, quite what I expected. Uh, what is it that you uh, plan on using these for? Mining. We're gonna go mining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You would explosives my uh, that would make a big hole. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did did you see anything in your dreams, Ethel, of what was in in the storage unit or? No, I just uh, saw that I put the code in and I let you in and well, I guess uh, I guess I've I've done it now. Yeah. Can I drive you anywhere after this? I'd appreciate it if you could. Yeah, leave me back around where you found me that'd be that'd be helpful could you tell me that code just so we can write it down and i'll add it to the piece of paper if yeah. as long as she remembers it um, oh i will never forget that code it was uh seven 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 <laughs> i'll never forget that code it was seven just one number <laughs> it was one two three four <laughs> one two three five for safety Oh, yeah. Well, um, okay. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, I'm just, uh, I guess, I, yeah, I've, I've done my duty. But, uh, you know, if you ever need anything else, let me know. I'm here. I'm working on my, my newest uh, sculpture piece. Uh, I call it uh, Storage mm. Digit. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like a, a finger that stands is like a big hand and inside the index fingers like a like a little door that you can anyway now i can put explosives in it so i guess i guess that that's all <laughs> sorted wow she says it's just walking back to the car <laughs> how many plastic explosives do you think we can get in my trunk and just to be clear these don't explode if you don't plug in the things right let's hope not <laughs> they don't okay Nobody starts smoking in the car. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So she was a sculptor. That's another artist. Uh-huh. Hmm. Wonder if there's a link. Still haven't found a use for those numbers, though. But no. she took us straight to the goods. And what... What are we gonna do with these? I don't know. Blow something up, I guess. Blow up that goddamn mansion. The little um, idol that you're hugging says, Yes! 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 Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. We gotta do it. <laughs> it bats his eyelids at you. Oh, you're so precious. <laughs> She'll give it a little kiss on the forehead. <laughs> I mean, I would say that I found that weird, but I'm talking to a cockatoo, you so. <laughs> 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 Aaron's leaning over to Emily in the back and is like, Are you getting just like a real weird vibe off these guys right now? Oh, I'm way past a weird vibe, Aaron. I swear to God I'm sober, but just, I cannot believe this day. And for the first time in several years, I wish I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Chucklenuts, so where are we heading next? We're not... 
really gonna go. Like, I guess we gotta take this. I don't know, you guys. I'm honestly, I'm freaking out. We we can't get three crates worth of plastic explosives in my car. Certainly not with three people and a cockatoo in the back. Uh, what if we get stopped? What if we get seen? How are we going to explain this? If, if we get stopped for, like, I don't know, speeding or if somebody runs a red light? We won't get stopped. One, I'm a very safe driver. <laughs> Two, we're not going to get stopped unless someone has dreamed to stop us. That's how it works now. Mmm. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> Dreams are powerful things. That makes a weird kind of sense. Yeah. Oh, that's so reassuring. So I can expect all my teeth to come out and then it turns out I'm in the middle of my school play like any minute. I had a dream about you last night, Aaron. I'm waiting <laughs> for it to come true. Is that the one the one where you're not wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of scared I wasn't wearing pants in either of the dreams we're talking about. <laughs> Look, the point is, I don't believe in fate or nothing. We're getting some weird signals here, but we can't just go and blow up a building. Like, I want this creepy church stopped as well, but there's got to be a dip. We should at least go and... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Carl is dead. These motherfuckers tracked him to Argentina. What do you think they're going to do to us who have their little idol? It doesn't want to go back to them, don't you? <laughs> could you go, could you go? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not taking you back to them. No, 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 no. From from what you from what you said, Aaron, they didn't just kill Carl. They killed the doctor as well, right? Or at least she didn't make any more noises. Yeah, I've been kind of scared to call the hospital back. Ah, uh, jeez. If I leave behind the spare tire and the first aid kit, I think I can probably get one crate in my trunk. I think you can fit them. We three. Can, yeah. I think we oh. should keep the first aid kit. I'll keep it on my lap if need be. I, I mean, we're already probably going to have to put some of the plastic explosives under the seats. So, you know, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what they say. When life gives you lemons, blow up a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they say. Make explosion aid. <laughs> we're going to burn their house to the ground with the lemons. <laughs> Can the crates be covered over so it's not obvious we're just wheeling a big set of explosives out of the building? Uh, depends on how many blankets you have in the car, I guess. We've got a bunch of socks. You have some I mean, are the, are the, are, Do the crates have no <laughs> lids or anything? Oh, yeah, they're uncovered. Oh, I reckon shit. Emily would have probably picked up some blankets, maybe like throws from on the sofa or something, if they were expecting to be on a road trip and didn't know where they were going to be sleeping. Aaron, do your sofas have throws on them? <laughs> <laughs> no, but do Josh's. <laughs> Maybe to protect him from the bird. I don't know. I didn't know. grab any throws. I, mean... I just grabbed the cockatoo and the book. You but can use your coats and stuff. We can, exactly. We can cover it over with something. Yeah. yeah. How much cash to just, you know, tell this guy to go on a 10-minute smoking break and lock away for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> right? He's the only guy who's going to see us, like, rigging your car to blow. What, you mean, you mean other than probably all the CCTV all over this entire storage unit? Ah, uh, shit. Well, I mean, he can... Uh, mm. He's just a desk jockey, man. He's not going to be able to do shit. Yeah, We're I know. We're walking out with three crates of plastic explosives. We are long past asking someone to take a smoke break. It's technically legal. Someone brought them in. Shit, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm in uniform. You guys could maybe be, like, real weedy construction workers for that company, and we just legit, they sent us here to clear out the unit. Yeah, and Darius is the cockatoo we send down the mine to check for gas. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together. And how many people know what a crater plastic explosive looks like anyway? Yeah, they'll probably just think it's cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much better. I'm just going to chuck my coat over one of the crates. Is it pick upable or do I need like a wheelie thing? You can pick it up or there's probably some wheelie things hanging around that you can use as well if you want to yeah. pick up more than one at a time. Well, actually, if we stacked all three of them onto one wheelie thing, mm -hmm. we could, we'd only have to cover the top one. 
Then it just looks like boxes. And all the like danger labels they probably got on the outside, right? Oh, no danger labels. It's all good. This is this construction company is not up to code, huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna load them onto a wheel, one of those sort of tip back wheelie cart things. Stick stick my coat over the top one. Pop Darius on top of my coat. Start wheeling out towards the car. Okay. You get into the car. You manage to load everything in there. And you start driving back to the house. I'm going to take uh, Ethel to her studio or wherever she wants me mm -hmm. to drop her. On your way back, you are driving. It's it's darker now. It's getting dark. I think it's like um, probably 5, 5.30 p.m. It's quite a snowy evening. And you're driving back. Uh, Darius telling you one of his hilarious stories. I'll sort of laugh ruefully <laughs> as I drive. And one of the roads is blocked, so you take a little side road and enter a little tunnel. When you exit the tunnel, you're in Persepolis. Uh, can everybody else see it? And you turn around and you're driving a cart with horses and there's no one else on there besides Darius. You, you okay back there, Darius? Father, I think you're going to kill them. As in my friends? Yes, Father. Consider turning back. Um, okay, I'm gonna pull this cart over to the side of the road. I'll pull back on the reins. I probably I don't think Josh will know necessarily how to stop a cart. But the I'll horses get angry and start running faster and faster towards the end of a cliff. No. Cliff. Wait a minute, where, where would this be? And so Josh is going to start like rifling back through his memory from his field trips. Like, can I work out where this cliff would be? Do, do, the, do the buildings around me make any sense with those ruins? Is there anything to give me a, a shadow of doubt, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Yes. Their buildings are more wobbly than they should be. And the people are fading in your vision. And the horses maybe have more legs than they should. And and the cliff, <laughs> it's far away and close to you at the same time. And Darius is out of his cage, sitting on your shoulder and whispering, We're dying! We're dying! We're dying! Dying! Okay. Dying! I'm dying! Gonna dying! I'm gonna scream at the top of my voice, this is an Antarctica! <laughs> and I would like to try and disbelieve what's happening, if I may. For all my sanity. Oh, I've only got 48. And that's a 77. <laughs> oh, no. It is very much real. And it is Antarctica! <laughs> As you're riding fast, towards the cliff. Everyone else, you're in a car that has moved to the other side of traffic and is going faster and faster towards the opposite cars. Oh, well, I'm just, I'm, I would have called shotgun a game, presumably. I'm just screaming continuously in Josh's ear and I'm going to reach for the steering wheel and try and direct us back onto the correct side of the road. Romy, uh, Hard difficulty drive auto. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Do you not have that to pilot your Segway? <laughs> uh, I have 10 points in it above base, which means I've got 30. So a hard is a 15% <laughs> chance of success. We're all going to go over the imaginary cliff, guys. This is how we die. <laughs> oh, sweet Opalite dice. Please help me. No, not at all. <laughs> That's a 57. Sorry, gang. You grab for the wheel, but Josh is holding it so tight you can't turn it. And there's a car that's about to hit you right face to face. Uh, in a split moment of realization, you remember that your car is full of explosives. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god. Time to trot up the back of no. characters. <laughs> Who wants to be Ethel? Ethel's in I the car. I want to be Darius. Oh shit, okay, I guess I'll be Brad. And then, 
as out of nowhere, from down a hill, a lorry appears and hits the on oncoming traffic. And Josh, you snap out of it in time to break, stopping about a centimeter away from the lorry that has crashed into and pushed away all of the rest uh, of the traffic. So, um, I don't think I should drive anymore. I, um, this, um... Yeah, fuck that. Fuck this. Get out. Get out, get out, get out. I'm driving. We have to get out of here. This place is going to be crawling with cops any second. I do not want them checking the trunk. Okay. Yep. Yep. Guys, fate is on our side. Josh, what happened? I was. I went back to Persepolis, and it, it wasn't right, and I said, this isn't Antarctica, and then it, it didn't stop. I, I think, I think whatever this is, it can send me places. And um, they don't have to be real places anymore. Not even real places in the past. I, I could be sent anywhere now. This being the statue? Or this whole thing? I don't know. I don't know. The statue led us to the explosives. Is that a good thing? I don't know. What do you think, Darius? Darius... Chirps like a bird. <gasps> no. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey. S sunflower seeds or or millet seeds. Chirp, chirp. Darius. Ethel says. Oh no. Ah, uh, so ah, uh, uh, I might take a taxi. Aaron, Aaron's <laughs> a very good driver. He drives everywhere. Yeah, you know what? I get it, though. Ethel, I might want to come with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's probably for the best. Uh, maybe Emily and I will go get a taxi and, uh, see you around. Yeah, that's fair. No, no. Let me just no, pull over. No, no. Just shut no. up. We can't, we can't split up. We're gonna head to the same place all right uh where are we going i don't know yet let's let's figure that out then i'll pull over don't worry fate will take us there just drive oh my god we'll be directed i listen listen you almost just killed us josh all right no offense but i ethel's no part it of this it wasn't my fault yeah okay. it wasn't my fault it wasn't my Was goddamn all right, all right take it easy buddy i'm just saying ethel doesn't want to get mixed up in this all right no, and I don't want to have no, my conscience. No, it's not her problem. You've been very helpful, Ethel. Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh, I trust that your mining expeditions go uh, very well. Uh, I hope. I uh, wish you well. Oh, yeah. Plane sailing from here on out. I can already tell. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, give us your number before you go, though, Ethel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not a problem. Let's catch up. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna be... Thinking about this day for, for a long time. Let it fuel your art or whatever. I think we all will. Alright, okay. pull over and let Ethel out. <laughs> Does Emily still want to go? She wants to, but she's not going to. <laughs> I'll sit in the front cradling Darius's cage and whispering to him in, in uh, Persian and being disappointed he doesn't reply. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Technically, you're in a bout of madness right now. Because you failed your reality check. Ah. Oh shit! <laughs> so do I need do I need a, a, a new level of delusion to add to this? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to not over how to not overdo it. Last time you had the need to flee. Yep, and I've had paranoia and brain trips to Persepolis. You have. And a, talk, a talking cockatoo. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't know it yet, Josh. But you have developed a fear of doorways and thresholds. Oh. Oof. Because if I pass through them, I might pass back to... I went through the tunnel! Yeah. Oh, sh shit. Yeah. So, the idea of passing yep. through a... T 
tunnels, archways, doorways is a lot for you. I'm not saying you're like incapable, but I say... Yeah, it's a big deal. It's it, You never know. <laughs> yeah, you can add that to your character sheet if you like. Glad to. And I'll, and I'll mumble awkwardly to the car. I'm really, I'm really sorry, everybody. It really wasn't my fault. I'm really, I'm really sorry. Part of me wants to just scream at you and tell you that you just nearly got us all killed. But the rest of me thinks... I don't, I don't know what the rest of me thinks. But the rest of me thinks it wasn't your fault. Was I? Was I definitely in the car when all of that was happening? Yeah. Did anybody hear me say anything about Antarctica? <laughs> no. You was just frozen. You weren't listening. You wouldn't turn the wheel. Like you was, I don't know, having a seizure or something, but just not moving. Okay. 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 Hey, uh, Emily. Yeah? Look, I'm, uh, I'm sorry about what I said earlier. Which bit? Oh, you know, the part about you being a real ass to me when I was a kid. Oh. But oh, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were, but I'm sorry it came out like that. But you get a new chance. You can be nice to my baby here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're an aunt now. Your baby? Fresh start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll hold it up. I've swaddled it in like a in a bit of cloth or something. And I hold B? it up to her and say, "Look." It's a real nice statue, but it's not a baby. Look closer at its face. Yeah, I'm looking at this octopus with wings and tentacles, and um, I'm not seeing baby. It's got my eyes. <laughs> wow, family resemblance, huh? What are you guys talking about back there? You decided where we're going yet? We drive into this mansion or, or, or what we need a plan no look i'm i'm really worried about v and, and this statue are you hearing this she thinks it's a baby look this guy's talking to his bird she's talking to a rock the only thing i know is when this is all over i'm gonna sink so deep into a bottle of bourbon and i ain't never coming out what it's worth the statue made noises at me as well oh i bet it did <laughs> It, it didn't talk, though. It just made noises. Like, bad noises. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything at all. It's a statue, but... Why don't you try holding it, then? Touch it. <laughs> Go on, see what happens. You're its aunt now. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing what they say, Emily. I don't think I want to. Well, exactly. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying, if you're scared to touch it, maybe that explains why V thinks it's a fucking baby. As this is going on in the background, can V roll a reality check? From the for the baby. <laughs> yeah. For the baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it a sanity? If you'd like to. Yeah. A sanity roll? Go for it. Yeah, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, about it is. <laughs> I'm loving this. We dis we discussed in Beyond the Madness after the last episode. Hmm, this is rule that nobody ever really uses, and I've used it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So V, you failed your reality check. So you enter a bout of madness again, mm. which means that. Joy. I'd say what you're already experiencing is enhanced. The idol is your baby. You feel uh, an intense connection, not only to the object, but also to what it represents. And you also really, really want to do what it thinks you should do to make it happy. Yeah, for sure. For your bouts, actually, I'd like for both of you to roll me a d10 for duration, please. Okay. I rolled a five. I rolled an eight. That's in hours. Enjoy. Yay. Oh, good, good. Um, <laughs> and I'd like for UV to add uh, Cthulhu Idol and uh, as uh, in your significant people. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally imagining her wanting to like 
put a baby grow on it and a little knitted baby bonnet <laughs> and give it a rattle and a teddy bear oh, yeah. and stuff. Love me, mother. I am the knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your reality checks have not gone well. <laughs> you sure haven't. I'm sorry, V, if you weren't ready for motherhood, but, you know, sometimes it chooses you. <laughs> That's it. Uh, she'll hear everyone talking bad about the poor little baby and will say, Listen, all of you shut the fuck up for a second. I don't want this kind of language used in front of my child. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. They thought I was crazy when they kicked me off the force. Get a load of this. Aaron, maybe you should just take the whole goddamn stick out of your ass. Yeah. Oh, you think I'm the one with the problem, bird boy? Just tell me where the fuck I'm supposed to be driving. Not to Persepolis. <laughs> well, I, I think that's only me. I mean, if I go to Persepolis and I'm not driving the car, then you guys are probably fine. <laughs> what do you want, little baby? What do you want? Oh, God. Are you sorry? <laughs> Wait a moment. That was so quiet. I barely heard it. I was coming in my like it was in my head. <laughs> What's happening? The game has transcended <laughs> the game. It's not real. The baby says, "Tomorrow, tomorrow we attack." Yeah, you're damn right. Tomorrow we attack. Attack? Attack as in with the plastic explosives? What the hell else are we going to do with it? Exactly. Josh is on board. Am I? Uh, what What are we meant to be attacking, V? The Church of Perfect Science, right, baby? The mansion. The mansion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, as much as I hate taking orders from a rock... Everything seems to start and end with that place. Look, I'm taking us out of town. I reckon the smart play is we find us a motel, one with a crowded enough parking lot that we're not going to be like the only car sticking out. Hell, we should probably switch vehicles if that didn't mean move in three crates load of plastic explosives. Whatever. We'll just we'll find a motel. We'll uh, book a couple of rooms. We'll hunker down and uh, yeah. we'll make a plan. We'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah. yeah. Good, good idea. Yeah. yeah. We have to stop Project New Haven, right? That's what yeah. this is. <laughs> <laughs> the baby's laughing. Did anybody else hear that tiny horse? <laughs> no. That's just for, just for V. And, uh, of course, Darius has stopped talking to you. Yeah. I am sad. <laughs> I'll keep feeding him, though. I still love him. <laughs> Aaron. Mm. Your phone rings. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> that never goes well. Hmm. Uh, I once again check the caller ID. Are we talking Argentina, or is Carl Day's doppelganger calling us from Chicago? Unknown number. Ooh. Do you, do you want me to press speakerphone? Yep. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Everyone just just hush, okay? I, I, whoever they are, I don't want them knowing we're all here. Okay, I'll take the phone and hold, I'll hold it up in like the middle of the car in that sort of awkward way that your passenger sometimes does for you. And I'll press, I'll press boop and put it on speakerphone. Hello, is Aaron here? Yeah, who's speaking? Hello, my name is uh, Morgan, Morgan Landry. Um, I have had your information passed to me uh, because I'm afraid that I've been informed that you have uh, stolen property in your possession. Uh, I understand this is not a fault of yours under any circumstances. And in fact, I am willing to offer you $50,000 and no questions asked for its safe return. As well, of course, as a guarantee of safety of your friends and family. Can I reach into my pocket, Phaedra, pull out my phone and start the voice recording feature? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I see you doing that and I'm like, I'm sorry, you broke up for a minute there. Could you repeat that, please? Who are you? This is Morgan. You have stolen possession. Morgan who? I don't know a Morgan. Listen, Aaron. The idol's theft was reported to the police. If you hand it over, no charges will be pressed. Do you understand? 
Ma'am, I work for the police, and I do not know what you are talking about. Who were you again? Aaron, you don't work for the police. You're a campus security officer. Police officer, and that's beside the point. We have looked into you, and all we ask is that our property is returned to us. We are being very generous offering you that $50,000. What will it be? Ma'am, I will say it once again clearly. I do not know what you are talking about. So that is your final answer? I'm sorry I couldn't help you. I hope you and your family are well. And she hangs up. I uh, bang oh, my hands shit. on the steering wheel a couple of times. That was a threat, right? That was a clear threat. Yeah. Yep. 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 She can have gone to the police because if she had have gone to the police, she wouldn't be threatening our lives and our friends and family's lives. Yeah, oh, shit. you're right. I do not think we should go back to my apartment, though. No, I think you're right about getting a motel. We shouldn't go to any of our apartments. Morgan Landry. She was in charge of Project New Haven. That's what V found from the from the computers, right? Yeah. High up. She's processed level four. Whatever that means. That's almost as high as it goes. They know we've got this thing. Or at any rate, they know I do. You guys might be in the clear. She was talking about my family. <sighs> There's a chance you can go back to your lives after this is over, but seems like I gotta see this through. You're you're related to you're related to Carl, right? Sort of. Uh, yeah, I guess. Brother's brother-in-law. I mean, they started with him. Maybe they do only know you. Shit. Yeah, but my brother. I do not like where this is going. We really have to put a stop to this. Shit, I wish she'd been more direct. That recording's nothing. We can't go to anyone with that. She was just offering us money. No, but it's 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 something, right? It's it's another thing in the pile of bad things. Yeah. These church guys tend to have friends in high places though. Yeah. Okay. Hotel and plan? Yeah. yeah. We gotta find a way to shut these people down for good. Maybe, uh, two rooms. I, I don't think any of us should be alone tonight. Oh, Uncle Josh. I guess it's, uh, me, V, and the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Family time. <laughs> Family time. <laughs> uh, after... <laughs> A minute or two while we're driving, if that's all right. I'm gonna ask Josh. Uh, listen, the un the unlock pattern's like a like an A. Can you uh, can you just go in my contacts and call my brother Frank? I uh, I gotta check he's okay. Yeah, of course, man. Boop boop boop. You've reached Frank. Is that his voicemail or his actual voice? I don't know. <laughs> you, you can't tell straight away. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, Frank, what a joke. <laughs> What a cut. <laughs> Frank, is that you? It's Aaron. Leave your message Shit. after the- Ah, oh, hey, Aaron! Oh. I got you again! Ha ha ha! What a jokester. Oh, yeah, very good buddy. night. How is- how's it hanging? Uh, is it still strolling everywhere, Dad? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, I'm not feeling uh, too good, but mostly- Hangover, huh? Uh, I don't really want to talk about it. I just wanted to check in, how you doing, how's the wife? Ah, you know, wives, am I right? <laughs> oh, don't get me started. <laughs> she keeps talking to me, I hated it. <laughs> stupid, stupid wife. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and your kids are too much phone. But besides that, you're alright, just, uh, you know, same old, taking along at the old, uh, what is it he does? He's a mechanic, right? The old shop, just business as usual. I won't lie to you, brother. I... I developed this weird rash. Right on my butt cheek. Oh yeah, that sounds it's, rough. It's I honestly, hate those butt rashes. It's really, you know, it's... it's <laughs> It's not that it looks weird, whatever, but it's just, just oh, so tiring sitting on it. It just, it makes you want to be, it's just, uh. Well, good thing you got a job on your feet, right? 
Yeah, I guess so. But you know, when you uh, go back home, you want to crack open a cold one and just sit on the sofa, just uh, you know, watch some sports ball. No one wants this burning so the sensation right over the the bum, you know. <laughs> we call them butts here in the states. Oh yeah, but, but whatever. You're you a got bum. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 all right. Well, nice, uh, nice catching up with you. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that's the doorbell. I'll talk to you later. Okay, gotta go. All right, take her easy. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> I'll shout. Oh hey, yeah, my he's hang up. pal Josh is not. He's, he's hung up. up. All right. What? What do you want to say? You're letting him go and answer the doorbell? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about I'll that. I'll start calling him back. I'll start desperately calling <laughs> him back because I'm assuming I'm still holding the phone up for you because we're driving. <laughs> please do, please, please play this game for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no answer. Oh, Christ, I just got my brother killed. I was too busy hating his wife. <laughs> no! Uh. Uh, I wish real toxic masculinity was as innocent as you two <laughs> portraying toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> For sports ball, am I right? Oh, those silly women! <laughs> oh, the punishment came so quickly as well. God, let this be a judgment. Uh. I'll just keep- I'll keep- I'll keep redialing. Yeah, and I'm just gonna be saying shit, shit, shit into the steering wheel. Do you have his wife's number? Uh, <laughs> no, I always hated it. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> probably, I'm sure I would. They've invited me over for dinner loads of times, I would. <laughs> What's uh, the wife's name? Uh, I don't think I'd, I'm just checking, because I've got a character sheet for Frank Max, because I didn't expect Aaron to last too long, but <laughs> I haven't, haven't filled most of it in. So his wife is as yet nameless. Would you like me to name her? Or yeah, go like for it. I mean, why would I? Alright, I want to say Barbara, but we've already had two yeah. of those. That's your segue. You <laughs> named your segue after your brother's wife. No, it's actually <laughs> that. So that you can that's, ride her. That, that's, the NPC. that's some Freudian <laughs> shit It's right Barbara there. Watson. There's a legit barber in this. And also your segue. And also my segue, yes. Because I want to ride his wife. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. It's a lot. He probably just calls her honey or little lady. God, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And he never actually found out her name. <laughs> oh, my God. Her name turns out to be honey in like a plot twist. <laughs> yeah, I like For that. like five years after they were married, I thought it was just a pet name. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Look under honey. And no, I'm not having an okay. affair. That's her. Look, just dial. <laughs> okay. Dial, honey. Um, <clears throat> hello. Who is this? Honey speaking. Honey, this is Aaron. Uh, oh, Aaron, sorry. I never got around to saving your phone number. Don't worry about it. No offense taken. Listen, uh, I just got disconnected <laughs> from Frank. Uh, he said he had to get the doorbell or something. Are you with him? Oh, no, I'm staying at my mother's with the kids for a little while. He didn't tell you? Uh, he didn't. Uh, is that out of town? Uh, no. Okay, um, listen, I don't want to spook you or nothing, but just, um, uh, I don't know how to say this. Maybe lay low for a while. Don't, uh, answer the door to anybody you don't know. Don't tell anyone where you are don't be like you know checking in on social media or whatever can you can you do that for me just for a couple of days of course aaron whatever you need to feel safe frank has told told me about you know and yeah of course don't worry about it oh no am i getting she thinks oh you're just God. a paranoid nutter. <laughs> yeah understandable i was gonna say am i getting a weird vibe off this or like no this is a perfectly understandable way for her to treat uh yeah, Aaron, that is understandable. <laughs> God, um, yeah. I think Josh, can Josh pick up on that? You want to roll psychology? Yeah, I think so, because I might try and... I mean, I still have social skills despite being insane. <laughs> uh, yes, that's a pass. That's a hard pass, in fact. She's uh, condescending him pretty hard. Okay. Hi, hi, honey, is it? Yes. Who is this? Hi, honey. I'm a friend of Aaron's. Uh, my name is Josh Simmons. I'm a professor at the University of Chicago. Oh. Uh, I work with uh, with Aaron. And uh, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're getting at. And I'll tip Aaron a little wink because I don't think Aaron's getting it. <laughs> uh, and I'll say, uh, um, but I think he has some genuine fears. It might be something to do with Frank and, and what's going on with him. Um, 
genuinely, I, I know you don't know me, but um, you might want to stay with your mother. Maybe um, follow that advice of Aaron's just for a few days while we try and work out what's going on with Frank. Yeah, maybe call Frank and try and get him to join you, okay? We're going to try him again as well. We're a little concerned uh, for his safety, where he's at. Did Frank put you up to this? Because I told him that I can't be in the same house as him for a little while. So I can't be having him come here. And That's fine. That's fine, honey, if you can't be with him. Pretending it's some sort of life or death emergency and making his friends call me to do that sounds exactly like a thing that Frank would do. Ah, uh, jeez, no, I swear, this had nothing to... Uh, are you guys okay? Do you maybe need to... <laughs> no. Um, okay, look, we'll call him. Just, just stay safe, you and the kids, alright? Okay, well, take care. And maybe see your counselor. Does she at least sound a bit more doubtful by the end? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that might have that's going to have to be enough, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I want to call Frank again. I'll just keep redialing until he answers. He's not going to answer, is he? No. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. Maybe we should go and get them and bring them to the shit. motel as well? Yep, yep, what, yep, go yep. And, go, and, go and get Honey and the kids? She's never yeah. going to come with us. She's probably safer where she's at, but I want to go check on Frank. I know where his shop is. I don't I don't think that's a good idea. If they just came and got him, what what benefit does it bring if you go and get got as well? Jesus Christ. We've got to go to this motel. We make some phone calls to the people we care about and we do our best to make them go and hide themselves. Yeah. That's 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 all I got, man. Shit. I hate it, but you're making sense. And if they're doing all this just like straight out there in the open, I think we probably have to assume that the cops are in on it too. Or... I don't think there's anywhere we can go for help. No, I mean, they could well have reported the theft of, you know, some historical artifact and said that it's us. Right? If we call the cops, they might actually be looking for us. And then the cult gets what it wants. They get the statue, we get arrested, and either we're discredited th through the legal system or we have an accident in prison. Oh, that's even worse. Jesus. Jesus fucking Christ. I never thought I'd be on the run from the cops. We need to make sure that we turn our phones off before we get to the hotel. If they have any uh, sense of uh, capability with uh, computers or anything, they can trace our phones straight to us. We'll be dead before we wake. Oh my god. They can do that in real life? I thought it was just in the movies. Oh, yeah. That's a thing? Well, they managed to get our, in our uh, email passwords. Yeah. I, I need to call Mitzi and I need to do it now. If I'm going to turn off my phone, I need to call Mitzi. So, yeah, Josh's ex-wife, Mariam, or Mitzi, uh, is, <laughs> yeah. is, is, is his significant person still. They're, they they had an amicable divorce, mm -hmm. uh, and she got remarried, and uh, they still get on. Mm. Yeah, you. I'm happy for you to check on her. She seems okay. She's very seems worried okay. about what you tell her. Um, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, I'll, I'll try not to sound mad, but probably fail, and just say, <laughs> and basically just say, you know, I, I think I think I might have gotten into some trouble, um, and you know, could she make sure she stays away from people and definitely doesn't answer anything to do with the Church of Perfect Science? I'll say I'll claim it's for an academic thing. Oh, the Church of Perfect Science, and those are the guys that make the the members take a vow of celibacy. Um, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah, they're, they're the guys, the, the crazy cult guys. I <laughs> Look, I, I, I may have rattled a few of the wrong cages. I thought it was just study, you know, but I've upset some people. So while I try and get it sorted out, if you could just make sure that you and your husband and your son just don't, don't answer the door to anyone you're not expecting. Don't take any calls from any unknown numbers. And definitely don't have anything to do with that place, okay? Oh God, that's a lot, Josh. Uh, okay. I know. Well, I'm sorry. They're, they they've 
They've made veiled threats, and I don't know what to do. But I just... I'm sure it's nothing. But I couldn't live with myself if I thought you were in any danger. And... You're still, You're still my best friend, Mitzi, okay? Okay, well, send my love to Darius and take care. Yeah, you too. Be careful. I will. Stay safe. It'll oh. all be fine. It'll yeah. all be fine. Oh, all right. Bye. Bye. Holy shit. Is she okay? She seems okay. And there was no mysterious doorbell there. Also, I, oh god, I was going to say I'd send her a few texts, but we want to turn these phones completely off, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should get a burner phone or two. That's a good idea. That is yeah. a good idea. Smart. God damn it, Em. Impressive. You sound so surprised, V. <laughs> well, you're full of surprise. I saw it on the wire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll pull into a gas station or something. Do gas stations sell burner phones? This one totally does, yeah. <laughs> is that this so? One, they've got a big rack behind the counter that just says burner phones, extra secure. Uh, this sounds to me like a group black roll. Maybe not no. phones, they'd have sims and that, wouldn't they? They do it in Ozark, we watched it just recently. Uh, group black roll. Yeah. Oh, boo. Who's is got that, the group luck? Is that Josh? Oh, Question why mark? is it always friggin' me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you got lower than 56, yeah, there you are. Yeah, I got 50, God, yeah. It's always me. <laughs> At least 44 isn't too bad. Oh, it's, yeah. my be it's my best Solid. character luck in a while. Uh, well, that's a 91. So, oh, uh, no. oh, Christ. I'm afraid it's oh, just a gas station. Well, we pick up some Twinkies, Twizzlers. Other snacks beginning with twer. You have so Twixes. many snacks. I don't think All you've got to consume almost anything that Emily brought, but the one your favorites are Aaron, what likes the sugary stuff. Yeah, I need to be stress eating. <laughs> Can V make us a rudimentary burner phone out of Twinkies? Is that a thing? Yeah, I think so, probably. If you pass me your phone, I mean, I do have 40 in electronics. This sounds like exactly the kind of thing that skill was meant for. Yeah, nice. I'd like a combined electronics and confectionery roll, please. <laughs> I'm looking for my confectionery set. I can't find it for some reason. Okay, it's probably well, for the Regency rules. We're gonna have we're gonna have to turn it off and only turn them on periodically when we're driving in different directions from where we're mm. headed and stuff, right? Yeah. We've all gone full conspiracy theorist immediately, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing really how have. easy it is to get into this mindset. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. It's kind of, cre kind of creepy how easy it is to get into this mindset. <laughs> the lizard men are watching us. Mm. I knew it! <laughs> yeah, we need to uh, find a computer with access to 4chan or somewhere so we can get directions from Q. He'll know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep driving us out of town, I guess. And if we... Like, I'm assuming that was our luck roll to get burners or are you going to let yeah. us like that was look it. for that was it so we don't find anywhere selling phones but I guess I'm looking for a motel at this point and phones yeah. all off yep. yep we'll turn them off at the gas station I'm going to write down some important numbers on a piece of physical paper mm -hmm. and then yeah we'll stop off at a drive through and just pick up a load of burgers or something how much food do you want in this car <laughs> because we need dinner <laughs> <laughs> Meals are important, especially to Aaron. We're going to be spending the night somewhere, aren't are we? we? Are we on the run with a fucking paranoid <laughs> hobbit? <laughs> what about second dinner? I've got to have second breakfast on my Segway. <laughs> In fact, Aaron keeps trying to stop places because he just really wants to buy a bottle of whiskey. Um, but he keeps like chickening out because there's no way to like circumspectly buy bourbon while the others are like right there trying to check out with snacks or whatever. And of course the McDonald's doesn't sell alcohol, but it's just that's his dream. He really wants, you know, something just to help him sleep tonight. Emily is following him quite closely and just like keeping her eye on him and occasionally shaking her head very imperceptibly <laughs> at him whenever they meet their eyes. He stops looking at, like, the liquor shelf and the gas station. That's why she's a good sponsor. You can't ask them to Irish up a McRib for you or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just fill that glaze with straight whiskey. <laughs> Once we all uh, get back to the car, um, V will say, um, Tomorrow, what's our, uh, what's our plan for this whole thing? Are we seriously... Gonna try and 
blow up that mansion. Are we doing this? To be honest, I don't even know if we should wait till tomorrow. Maybe our best bet is to go check it out tonight. I ain't saying blow it up, but just... I don't know. Get the lay of the land, yeah. yeah. I, th I think after what's happened today, we could do with being out of town, gathering our thoughts, and working out what we're gonna do. If we're gonna do something to this mansion, we ought to work it out. We've got floor plans, right? V got floor plans. Yeah. So we already know roughly the sort of shape, footprint of the place. <sighs> There's only two approaches, right? We'd sneak in and just blow the place up, or we we talk to Morgan Landry. They might have Frank in there for all I know. I ain't happy waiting around, and I ain't happy blowing the place up without checking it out. Do you really think, Aaron, that they just picked up Dr. Sanchez and Frank? I don't know what they would have done in Argentina, but if they're out there making people disappear, I mean, Jesus, they might have done worse, but I sure as hell hope he's still alive. And who knows, maybe they're, maybe they're keeping him as, as collateral, as leverage or something to get this thing back. Well, in which case, maybe the best thing to do is for you to talk to them. Turn up at the front door, say that you've stashed the statue somewhere, and you're willing to talk. And I don't know, the rest of us, or some, maybe someone goes in with you, given how you talk to people. Um, and, and the others try and find a, a, a sneak away in? I don't know. You're a smart guy, Josh. I don't think I tell you that enough. That's a good plan. We gotta actually stash this thing somewhere, though. Um, and I'll look doubtfully back at V. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking, but <laughs> this is a living creature. You just <laughs> hide it in a hole. <laughs> uh, we book. We'll book another hotel room for it. Leave the air conditioning on. <laughs> we'll set up a webcam. I mean, so I can look at it. A baby <laughs> monitor. Yes. Yeah. One of those teddy bears with the camera yeah. in it. I mean, the point is, V, we we can't take it to them, right? If they want it, they'll just kill us and take it. But how else am I no meant to know what to do? It's. Can it can it not just tell you before we go? I'll look at it. <laughs> Uh, it looks at you like it has the most faith in you in the world, and you can do anything you put your mind to, and it will be okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> God, I want a Cthulhu statuette. This is empowering. Yeah. <laughs> be this fun. is like a motivational poster. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think uh, after this, uh, this, um, Scenario as we're gonna have a new <laughs> favorite t-shirt concept. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Cthulhu believes in you. Do the thing. <laughs> hang in there, but it's like a tiny Cthulhu just in hanging a baby. from the branch. In a, in With his tentacles. Yeah. Yeah. Cthulhu says, "You got this." <laughs> yeah. God damn it! I can do it. I can blow this fucking mansion up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit, V. Everything's is gonna it? be alright. <laughs> is it? I'm just trying to keep her calm. If these fuckers have even touched a hair on Frank's head, then I ain't hesitating to blow that place sky high. I just want to make sure he ain't in there. Yeah, so we gotta go in, right? We gotta talk to them. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a good plan. Do you really think you can negotiate with these people? Or trust anything? They want this thing back? Right, if we tell him we stashed it with somebody who's gonna destroy it if we don't come back. This might sound crazy, but we have a shit ton of explosives, right? And some of us have got pretty big coats, because it's winter. <laughs> yes, I like where this is Suicide going. Suicide bomber, seriously? <laughs> we could at least threaten, right? Ooh. They try anything on while we're in there? We, we, we just show... Let me take my coat off. Oh, what do you know? I've got a fucking bargaining chip. <laughs> How do you like your fucking house now? Okay, I think I must be losing it because this crazy talk is starting to make sense. Yeah, I like it. Poor Emily. 
<laughs> She's just looking at everybody with an absolutely glazed expression at yeah. this point. <laughs> Stuck in a car with like the, the paranoid, insane version of the Three Stooges. <laughs> She's trying so hard to like keep it together and keep everybody else together as well. Uh, and with that, you find a motel where you can settle for the night. This brings us to the end of today's Whoa. episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Lydia, Hal, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars a ride, where you get access to episodes a week early. What's that? A cult has inducted a new member? Welcome, Nikinomicon, and thank you for your support on Patreon. May the omens be ever in your favor. And don't forget, you can get 10% off on chaosium.com using code STARS10, one use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder and avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community as well as all of our social media links on our website at stazarite.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, let's take a moment to read out one of our latest reviews. If you'd like your own review read out on the show, go to starsaride.com forward slash reviews where you can find links to all the platforms you can rate us on. Craig said, I really enjoyed the entirety of the Children of Fear podcast. I stayed for the great characters and blend of tension and humor. Having since listened to other actual play podcasts, the production and pacing are also excellent. Thanks, Craig. <laughs>